Marawa Sports Worldwide. The sports bodies in the Buffalo City Metro are up in arms because Chipper United's alleged bid to lease the Buffalo City as well as Jansman Stadiums in East London. Elliot Fana. I am the chairperson of the Rugby Union Club and affiliate. My view is that this is corruption. Chipambeng is he who is the chair of Chipper United and the man that's behind all of this. There's a finger being pointed in your direction saying that uh, there's an element of corruption here. That's nonsense, okay. I'm not sure where corruption coming from when you are going to put your money and uh, renovate what belongs to government. They must stop this thing of being so personal. I stand by my word that this is smells corruption. You, you, you cannot change me there whether you like it or not. Hashtag NSW. Well, that was just a, a brief reminder of what happened last week, and it is part two of the Buffalo City impasse, and it certainly is exactly that, an impasse right now. Now, last week, the dispatch journalist to Sandiso uh, came on the line, Sandiso Paliso, uh, as well as the chairperson of Border Rugby Club Districts and Affiliates, that's Elliot Fana, as well as Chipambengesi. They painted the picture for us on what has transpired up until now. I believe... A bit more has happened since our conversation last week. And it's also been reported as well that uh, Chipper United Chairman Chipampengesi, uh, through his company, Chipper Holdings, want to turn the Buffalo City Stadium into a state-of-the-art sports academy. So that's where we are. Let that sink in. That is the intent. That's the intention. That's what they want to do. Now, such a move, if you want to know, so what is the problem? It basically is that when you look at a move like that, it's seen as something that would uh, be detrimental uh, to amateur football. Now, to add to the amateur football issue, now, issues of corruption, as you heard in the clip earlier, have also surfaced. And in order of fairness, we also decided to reach out now to the Buffalo City Municipality uh, to find out the nature of this deal and get a better understanding as well of things like ownership, uh, things like the funding models of a state-of-the-art academy, and whether everything has been seen to be above board. You heard then issues being mentioned around corruption. And we don't want that. So Usamgelo Ngwenye, BCM as well, spokesperson, uh, is joining us. As I said, municipality is an integral part of this conversation. Uh, Samgelo, thank you so much for your time. Good evening and welcome to the show. Good evening, Rob, and good evening to everyone who's tuned in. Obviously a topical issue. You would have either listened or not heard last week uh, when we introduced this issue onto the platform for the entire country to listen. What did you make of that and where are we today as far as the plans around this whole Buffalo City deal is concerned? Um, yes, Rob, I was told about the conversation and I'll just pick up the snippets now. I think it's all um, owing mainly to just minor misunderstanding. I think everyone in this city is interested in making sure that sports is progressive. And I suppose the robust debate and the uh, counter-arguments are primarily the whole idea for all those stakeholders. They actually want to see uh, the betterment of sports in this region. Um, I do, though, think, Rob, that um, 
they've got the cut before the horse. Um, a decision has not been made yet by council. But I think it's very important for us maybe perhaps to use this platform and give people a better understanding on how we got here. Um, right. Absolutely. Now, when you say that they maybe just got slightly ahead of themselves, uh, Samgela, what do you mean by that? Give us a, a better understanding from where you are because you're in the heartbeat of what's happening. Uh, well, Rob, just to give you a quick uh, brief, at, at some point in April um, last year, we, we got correspondence as a municipality from the Samaritan Rugby Union, which is the mother body, mm-hmm. and they were telling us that they were they were winding down the, the local rugby football union, um, which is uh, Border Rugby. And, and part of their, their, their reason was mainly around issues of um, insolvency and a lot of other issues. But the reason why we were quite keen and a key partner in that was that um, at the time, Border Rapi was the entertainment. And of course, we were having challenges with issues of maintenance. And the agreement we then made with the administrator was that um, all the money that was being invested by, by the union at the time would be consolidated and would work out the payment plan of which we did. And secondly, one of the main things that they told us was that um, the, 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 the rap in this, in this area will not take place probably up until 2021 after they've done the whole business. So that left us from April to be take over the stadium again as Buffalo City. Something, of course, we, we just don't really want. But what we did was to put in security uh, companies as we were trying to look for an entertainment. And we did that, I think, for the whole part of 2019. It so happens that um, but, uh, out of the few offers that we received, this is the one offer that, um, as a city, we are feeling that we should take it to council to make a decision upon, based, of course, on the number of areas that, that it's, it's got, particularly in the, in the sense of talking around sport precincts. Right. And given the fact that there was no anchor tenant, and, and I'm glad you've given us that overlay, Samuel, and thank you for that because it paints a, a completely different picture. So from what you're telling us now, how much had you guys lost as a municipality based on the fact that there was cash flow problems, uh, there was no money that was being paid, uh, anchor tenant um, there was a vacancy, if you want to call it that, uh, regarding oh. that. So you, you would have been losing a lot of money, I would imagine. Yes, Rob, but um, we're not really in the business of making money. Hence, when the union came and said they couldn't pay, we offered them a, a debt service scheme to actually yeah. give them discounts. Because ultimately, what we want to see is firstly to have an entertainment, and then secondly, we also want to see um, sports getting up and being played in the city. So... We were keeping the stadium afloat. We were not doing a lot of maintenance. But, of course, there were activities like the varsity shield. At some point, they needed to be played in the our in the our, our universities uh, were playing there. And then, of course, during the festive season, we were actually again leasing out the stadium for uh, entertainment events. I think Metro Heat Wave was there as well at some mm. point. So we, would, we were then maintaining the stadium as and when. We did pull out in terms of um, full-time maintenance because, remember... We had another stadium we were investing in, in terms of professional soccer. So in terms of the cost, um, we are still working out and, and to making sure that the union pays that. But the main issue for us is to make sure that all the stakeholders in this city are part and parcel of the stadium. And, this, and that's what um, this deal is bringing about. Yeah, Because you also, 
I, I know you, you're clarifying the issue about not being there to make money, but also the other, the flip side of it, some girls, is that you don't want to have a white elephant that is there uh, where you know its potential and you know exactly what it is that it's able to derive or change in terms of fortunes from a footballing perspective or even sport or rugby or whatever else that comes in. You don't want an elephant lying right there in your backyard. And we've got a prime example, Rob, of, of what a stadium can look like if you've got all those ingredients. Um, just a stone throw away, you've got the cricket stadium where we, our entertainment is for the cricket. Mm. They're doing a wonderful job. I mean, we at some point are doing events. So we don't have the direct you know, uh, 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 control of that stadium. And that's what we want to see for this facility as well. We'd want to have an entertainment that, has got, um, that is playing ball with all the stakeholders and ultimately, as a city, we get to enjoy the type of rights that you get as a city, you know, uh, marketing rights, you know, destination rights, those types of rights. You don't want to be boggled down into um, the nitty-gritties of if rent was not paid then today, what should you do? So that's the main vision that we have behind it. And we would want to see all our stakeholders uh, being in the same page when it comes to what is the vision of the city around those facilities. The offer then comes through from Chipper, which you described a, a few minutes ago as being a good offer that was given to you. Tell me about that offer and how are you willing to entertain it moving forward when you do formally bring it to council? Um, the, the offer has been formally brought to council, right? and, and, and council did undertake that um, there were uh, areas that they were actually in agreement with in terms of the principles in terms of the vision of turning the whole area into a spot present where all stakeholders are participating. But one of the things that actually um, I think has attracted uh, the city was the fact that, firstly, um, the, the proposal is willing to actually invest in the facility. That's very, very, very important for us. Mm. And secondly, um, the, 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 the offer is talking to issues of accommodating every sporting facility and sporting bodies that are within the city. That's also very, very important to us. I know a lot of people are looking into the rental. To us, that's, 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 that's really minimal. Because we mm-hmm. know what it takes to actually maintain a stadium, maintain flood glass, maintain the pitch, maintain security, and also take care of the current sub-entertainment enter, that's there. So the offer is more about how it's actually going to embrace sports in the region. And I think, that, I think that the debate has been in such a way that um, council has then said um, uh, we are happy with some of the areas in the offer. These are the principal areas that were agreed upon. But we feel that as council, we cannot make a fully comprehensive decision unless uh, all the participants have been um, uh, um, involved. And that's the process that is taking place right now. And then thereafter... And the report will have to go back to council to actually make a decision. So a decision has not been made, but an offer has been tabled. And by the way, Rob, the offer was made mm. as early as earlier this year. But however, um, due to COVID-19, we had plans to actually turn that uh, area into a seed hospital. So we had to put that on the side. And then now that we, as a hotspot area, we've got our issues looking like we sorted around corona, hence the mm. offer comes back now. And, and, and at this stage, we are at that consultation stage and we will then await that process. And up until that process is, is, is done, the act is very clear on what must happen when that process has been exhausted and how, again, we will have to involve people who object. Because remember, Rob, um, this is a public facility. So even when council says 
they are actually agreeing on the deal. We still have to take the deal and publicize it and give people 30 days to object to the offer. So mm-hmm. it's still, I would say, early days, but I suppose um, all voices must be heard. And that's why Smart Council said that everyone needs to get an opportunity to actually voice out their reasoning around the deal. Tell me, when you said that the offer was made earlier this year, Samgelo, um, when was that? Was it around about, what, February, or was it before yes. then, January? Yeah, earlier this year, between your February, um, so, I think COVID yeah. happened in March, April. In March, yeah. And then when that happened, we then started um, playing around with the issue of having a field hospital. And, mm. um, and, and of course, you wouldn't, at that stage, we were not going to talk about um, sports being played at all. So when COVID happened, we then had to put that aside. And then as we get into the lower levels of COVID, I think then the time is more appropriate to actually bring the report back to council, and that's what happened. All right. The meeting that was due to happen on the 27th of September, I think there was a proposed meeting of uh, some of the uh, stakeholders. Are you on record as that meeting having happened? And if it did, what were the outcomes uh, before we bring in the other members to be part of the conversation? Uh, did, that ha- did that meeting happen somewhere? There's two things, Rob, that people need to understand. The, the proposer, in this case, has a right to actually try and lobby all those mm. stakeholders within this vision and, and mission that they have. And I think that's the meeting we're talking about. But when Correct. I'm saying to you, council said, let's have a stakeholder engagement process, that is done by a completely different stakeholder. Because remember, the stadium belongs to a ward. So you've got a ward councillor there who's got a ward committee. And what you then expect, what we're waiting for the municipality is for, the, for that structure to consult all the ward people that are affected, including these stakeholders. And when that happens, they will then consolidate and, and put an input to say, these are the sessions that we've had, and these are the recommendations that we have. And only then we will take the report back to council. So I think what what could have eyed some of the stakeholders was that the main tenant was trying to lobby. I don't want to speak for them, but they had the right, I think, they're supposed to engage the stakeholders. But they, the consultation process that council is talking about is within the act itself, the municipal systems act, and it has to be led by a ward structure, an elected ward structure, which is, of course, an extension of council. So that that process is not a by-the-way process, so, and so that when it comes back to consult council, council is better informed to say, as a white community which has got all these representatives, these are what the stakeholders have taken place. So I think the issue of the meeting is kind of being um, confused in a sense that people are, expect, uh, people are thinking that we as a municipality were driving that meeting. Um, as, as administration, we actually are not going to tell the white council and the white um, committee how to conduct their business because they know but ultimately, we expect a report from them to say what are the recommendations to council on the issue itself. Absolutely. So I'm going to ask you to stay on hold. Don't go anywhere uh, because uh, let's bring in the other members so that all the voices are heard and heard equally uh, for people to formulate their own opinions as well about what is currently uh, transpiring. It's, it's, it's a big talking point, and I think at some point uh, there needs to be some form of finality uh, within it. I'm going to bring in Umakaya Langa, who's the South Buffalo City General Secretary, uh, to join in the conversation uh, equally. Elliot Fanner is there, the chairperson of the Board of Rugby Clubs and Districts and Affiliates. Uh, but let me start with you, Makaya. Thank you for your time. Good evening and welcome to the show.
Hello. Hi, Makaya. Hello. You can hear me loud and clear. Yes, yes, ma'am. Loud okay. and clear. All right, fantastic, Makaya. Thank you so much, man, for your time. I really do appreciate it. And where we are, and the picture that's been painted here today uh, from the Buffalo City Municipality spokesperson, Osamge Longwenya, uh, are you in agreement? What's your reaction to that, firstly? I didn't get that one. What What was said by Osamge? Just in terms of where we are, and, and I, mm-hmm. I, let, let me take you back. On the 27th of uh, September, there was an acknowledgement from your side uh, as mm-hmm. a SAFA Buffalo City uh, to be part of a meeting that was called for the stakeholders uh, to be convened. Mm-hmm. Were you able to go firstly to that meeting? And if you did, what were the outcomes? And where do you stand in this whole saga? All right. Let, let, let me indicate to you, Rob, that we responded to a letter that was written by Chippa United FC. Correct. Uh, indicating that they are convening a meeting on the 27th. So we then responded to that letter to say, we intend attending the meeting on that particular Sunday. And indeed, we did attend. However, no meeting could take place on that particular day. And then on Monday, the 28th, we received a letter from Chippa United again at 11.29 on Monday, the 28th, indicating that they wouldn't be able to attend the meeting of the 27th. Mm. And that letter was dated the 26th, even though we received it on Monday, the 28th. Now, in that particular letter, it indicated to us that they were not going to attend the meeting. However, they were now waiting for the municipality because it is going to be the municipality that's going to do the engagement of stakeholders in terms of arranging another meeting. So it then we are waiting now for the municipality to do that. Do you get what I'm saying, Rob? Yeah, I am following you. So yes. it's all a, a procedural issue, yes. but you, you had voiced your intention that if it does go ahead, you would want to be a part of it. Yes, we, we had done that hmm. because we had to respond to a letter written to us. So we had made intentions to attend. However, we, we had raised concerns because the letter that was written to us, the first one, yeah. was, was, was sent to us on the 24th, which, which was a holiday. But on Friday, the 25th, even before I could open the email in terms of getting ready, because I was aware that a letter was coming, because that was communicated through the president. So... In the morning of the 25th, I was called by the Daily Dispatch. Now, it, it, it was bizarre to us because we, we, we couldn't understand who actually uh, gave the letter to the Daily Dispatch because the communication was between ourselves and Keeper United FC. Mm. However, when we then responded to that letter that was written by Chiba, we raised that concern to say, it appears the letter has been leaked to the deleted state. And we don't know who did it because myself and the president, we never gave anything to the deleted state. So that on its own was smelling a rat. I was about to because, ask, yeah, what kind, of, what kind of rat? What kind of rat were you smelling? What were you suspecting at that stage? What I was suspecting was that maybe they were of the opinion that 
we were not going to attend the meeting. And therefore, they wanted the, the media to know so that they could easily say, well, we tried to, 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 to consult, but Trafford Buffalo City couldn't respond or couldn't attend. So it was almost like setting a trap. Exactly. Because why I'm saying this, Rob, Chipa has been coming to East London on a number of occasions. They've been playing at Cifra Duvash. They've never consulted the, the regional structure of South. And, and you must understand, Chipa didn't simply emerge as a professional club. They are from the, the amateur ranks. So they know communication in terms of any team or club that plays football. That you must consult the suffer structures wherever you go. And that has not been happening. And the main issue here, Rob, is that ever since Chipa United played at Cifra Diversity Stadium, our local structures in Tanzania, the Alpha, which is in Tanzania Local Football Association, they found it hard to access that facility. And whenever they would apply, you know, in order to access this facility, they would simply be told, look, we are busy maintaining the, the facility because it, it must actually adhere to PSL standards. So ever since they came and played at FIFA it was very difficult for our LFAs to access that field. And as a region, remember, we're protecting the interests of our LFEs. But why do you think that there was almost a a deliberate snub towards uh, the association, especially when you know how frequently they've been playing their games at Sisa Dugash? Look, I wouldn't know. Maybe they can answer, you know, for themselves. But But you you, you, you would deduce, though, you'd be able to... I mean, you, you, you know newbie in terms of football and in terms of structures and in terms of mm-hmm. association type of football or LFA. Mm-hmm. So basically I'm saying that from your deduction, and it's an independent opinion, is yeah. why do you think that there would be that deliberate snub? I would say the snub, though, because they've never consulted us. That's why I'm saying the snub, in a sense. And that's why I'm saying cheaper knowing fully well how communication or protocol goes in terms of football. You would have known that whenever you go into a particular jurisdiction, you have to inform the powers that be or the suffer structure that is within that area. So that's why I'm saying this now. And also, they were negotiating with the municipality. They never consulted us either. So that's why I'm simply saying this is a snap because it appears now negotiations are at an advanced stage with the municipality. And yet, we were never part of that. And a formal objection? Have, have you put that forward? Because no, we, the, we, we, have never, we have never done that. Remember, you Rob, haven't. we yeah. had also applied to the municipality for a lease agreement for, for, for the Buffalo City Stadium. We wrote a letter on the 11th of September. Right. And we are still awaiting a response for that. So, we were never informed about Buffalo City, uh, sorry, about Jan Smart, because the letter that was given to us only informed us about Buffalo City, and yet the intentions are for them to, to list both 
the, the Buffalo City Stadium and the Asmat Stadium. Were there any reasons given after you had submitted your application? No, no, no. We, we haven't even received an acknowledgement letter from the municipality. Not even an as, acknowledgement letter? No. As a follow-up on that, we are writing another letter now to check whether they did receive the letter or not, or maybe the, 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 the response is still coming forth at a later date. But so remember... You... We are yeah. the ones who are seeking the list, so we would then have to probe into the municipality as to whether they are considering our case or not. And what whilst we're don't? waiting for that, now a letter like this one comes forth. But how and, does that and, sit and with for, you? And for me, Rob, if, if, if Chippa United was honest about this, they would have informed us about both the, the list they are arranging with the municipality for Buffalo City Stadium and Young Smart, but they didn't mention Young Smart in this particular list. Maybe mm. simply because currently we run an office from that facility, that is the Buffalo City Stadium. And if this is approved, then what happens to your offices? You would have to vacate. Obviously, we'll have to vacate. Without putting up any and objection. And, and, and I must be clear to you, Rob, that as we operate that particular office, we're not paying a friend out of that. Hmm. So it then means we would have to take our equipment, and that equipment that's there is actually utilized to run the affairs of amateur football in the area. So it will certainly be detrimental to our LFAs. And basically, oh. the kids that are supposed to be playing football. I was going to ask, Mr. Langer, that if that was to be the case, then, then, then what do you think would happen to a, a SAFA Buffalo City uh, under such circumstances now where you are almost forced uh, to leave the facilities that you've been occupying? We will have to look around for a space to operate from, Rob. That's basically what's, what's, what's going to happen. But then you'd have to pay wherever you're going because, like you exactly, said... Exactly, we will have to yeah. pay. We will have to pay. And we're struggling currently, you know, in terms of having one. Remember, we, we are a development structure. Mm. So as a development structure, we, we, we're not making profit. So whatever we get in terms of the stipends that we get from SAFA, it, it, it's like, you know, working from hand to mouth because we are simply doing development. Right now, we are busy with, you know, a reference cost that we are operating in the area. But we can only do that from the side of navigating to serve. And it's even hard to get sponsorships because even, you know, corporate companies now are having a chance because of the COVID. Yeah. And at the so municipality, who, who have you been in touch with? And when you did address the correspondence that you sent through to the municipality, who was that directed to? Have you been in touch with any individual? Well, we we sent an email to the office of the municipal manager and we copied uh, the mayor, the office of the mayor. Hmm. 
while you're there, let me just bring in Usamgelongwenya as a spokesperson. He might help us to maybe try and understand if uh, he has any idea or has caught a whiff of this letter and correspondence that was sent through uh, from South mm-hmm. Buffalo City. Uh, Mr. Ngwenya, you've obviously been yeah. hearing what Makaya Langa has said and um, saying that in their attempts to reach out and even written to the municipal manager's uh, office, they haven't had any response. Are you aware of their correspondence at all? I think, Rob, let's just uh, firstly correct a few things. I think the gentleman does agree with me that um, they were being consulted by... In fact, let's correct the fact that it's not cheaper United. It's actually cheap called the company. It mm. could be the same thing, but it's very important for us who we listen to say them to. And secondly, they were being consulted on a side basis. And that, and that process, I think I've explained it, Rob, that... It's got nothing to do with us as a municipality. I've also mm-hmm. applied what process are we going to undertake to bring in these stakeholders. Now, after the report of this interest that has been tabled to council, and all the incoming now other counter-proposals or proposals that are like of this nature, um, Rob, they will have to undergo the entire process. If you if you get to understand how the cheaper uh, process um, letter comes, it actually takes that to the first meeting that was held on the 12th of February. And you can see it's a process that goes to a various committee. So it will take a while. But what is quite key is that the, 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 the deal that council has approved is very clearly, Rob, and I want to read it for you. Sure. It says that council approved the consolidation of Yansmas and Buffalo City Stadium to be used as a sports prison that will accommodate all sports codes, football youth development programs, community events, and business convention functions. Now, the reason I was saying earlier that we might be a little bit ahead of ourselves is because we are not there yet. We are not at objections yet. People still have to be consulted by the municipality, and he, and he rightfully said they have not been in touch by the municipality. And even when that process has been done, Rob, people, mm. council will approve, and then people will have 30 days to even still object. So we are way, 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 way too early in terms of how far is the process is. But of course, like I said, as we as government, we accommodate um, all the stakeholders, but it's very important that we understand the process because the processes are guided by law. I think that's quite key, Rob. So people who are subtenants there, like the university in terms of administration office and Safa has just said, they will mm-hmm. be part of that process in terms of how are they going to be accommodated. No one is going to be kicked out. We just told you, Rob, right now that we have security there on our... Uh, paycheck on, on, on a month-to-month basis to safeguard all those interests because that stadium is our asset as a city and I would like to really appeal Rob to the stakeholders to try and embrace the process as a process instead of mm. showing counter-accusations because now if you actually go to the books and you bring in the facts, all these things are found wanting Rob. Okay, I think that's a fair one to bring in. Mr. Langer, before I bring in Elliot Fana on, on, on to the conversation, do you object to anything um, that Usamgelo has mentioned now, saying that why doesn't everybody give support or lend support to this? Nobody's going to be kicked out. Uh, nobody's going to be found out in the streets. They are still going through a process. And are you supportive of that process, hoping that maybe in the end, uh, even as South of Buffalo City, you might find yourselves being part and parcel and even benefiting from being part of that structure and the idea itself? Look, Rob, as I said, 
when Chipa wrote to us, I must, I must confirm this, it is Chipa United Football Club that actually wrote to us. When they wrote to us, it's on the letterhead, and we are addressed by the chairman himself, is being this. Now, when they wrote to us, they actually mentioned in that letter that the, the, the lease agreement to them is going to be finalized in November 2020. November is next month. Now, that then came as a surprise because it raised eyebrows to us because we were of the opinion that from the experience of FIFA Degrassi, then it means we will never be able to gain access again to uh, Buffalo City Stadium and Young Now, mm. when they then referred us to the municipality to say it's now going to be the municipality that's going to be doing stakeholder uh, engagement. We were happy with that because it, it, it then means we are now going to be accommodated if that is going to be the route to be taken. And therefore, we would support that because that's basically what we want. Hmm. The reason why we wrote to the municipality is because we wanted to gain access to field because we are running a, a regional league and we're having three clubs that are playing in the ABC. So therefore... We don't want them when they want to gain access to to, to facilities. We we be found wanting. Whenever they come to us for us to assist them, we would want to be of help to them. So really, we we cannot be against a system that's going to engage us as well and make us part of the formation. However, okay. we have to be clear about the whole process. Because we can't have a big brother who's now continuing a meeting on behalf of all the stakeholders. But I think we, we, we're making some kind of progress. And with that in mind, um, I'm going to bring the chairperson of the Border Rugby Clubs, uh, Districts and Affiliates onto this conversation, Elliot Finder. Elliot, thanks for holding on. I know you've been listening. Uh, we just needed to give the new voices to this conversation from the last time uh, we had a chat uh, last week. From what you've heard, and, and I welcome you to the conversation, thank you so much for your time. What are you making with all of this that is deemed as new information for the listener in terms of you and your stance? Uh, thank you, Rob, and uh, thank you uh, to your listeners as well. Uh, Rob, it doesn't change anything from what I've said uh, last week, and I'm glad that uh, Mr. Langer is also, in actual fact, highlighting the very uh, same fact that we have not been consulted. I've heard what uh, Sam is actually uh, saying, uh, but still, he does not speak to the fact that the municipality has got a duty, and uh, its duty is to consult us in a form of public uh, participation. It cannot be that the municipality gives that particular uh, duty or hands it over to a private entity in a form of Chipa United or Chipco to actually consult us. We, we are the ratepayers at BCM. We are the community there. So we should be, con- we should be uh, consulted by the BCM municipality. That's what the bone of contention 
is in this whole matter. Uh, I hear what he's saying that uh, Chipa United or Chipco did this and that. That that's not the point. The point is, us as federations, we should be consulted by the municipality. He is extremely wrong when he says uh, that process is still going to unfold. When in actual fact we are left with four weeks. And Chipa, on the other hand, is actually saying, uh, I have consulted these people. And we are saying we were not supposed to be consulted by Chipa in the first place because the issue at hand is not between ourselves as stakeholders and uh, Chipa. It is an actual fact between ourselves and the municipality. And Rob, Mr. Fanda, Mr. Fanda, sorry, sorry. Yes. You know what? You've said something very critical. And before I go for a break, and we don't lose the essence of the strength of what you're saying in your argument, I want to throw it back to Samgelo and Samgelo, and say to you that what Mr. Fanda is saying on those two key points of consultation, and that you as a municipality, your duty is to consult, and that you can't give that power to a private entity. How do you respond to what he has to say? And will you be able to change that, or is it too late with the four weeks that are left? Uh, yeah, Rob, I'm not sure where the four weeks are coming from, because council said there must be an extensive consultation process with all key stakeholders. And once that process has been exhausted, the report must come back to council. So the whole issue about four weeks um, is not coming from council. And then secondly, the consultation that we are talking about, Rob, is governed by uh, the municipal system act. And whether it's a stadium, whether it's a piece of land, whether it's any property of government, there is a process that must take place. And I've outlined that process. And mm-hmm. I've clearly said, Rob, that it's going to be an extension of council to the ward councillor that is going to do that process. And then thirdly, Rob, even when that process is done, so so all the stakeholders that are within that area will be consulted within that um, um, space. And once that process is done, so because but we're not anywhere near objections yet. Only when we have to uh, have an agreement, we issue a public notice about, like you do in any piece of land, like in a piece of land, that there is a tenant, and then objections can then be submitted. So in terms of the process itself, that process is still unfolding. And, and I'm not sure why um, stakeholders are wanting the municipality to respond for the entertainment um, trying to lobby them. Because clearly those are two different processes. Our process is still unfolding, and we have to wait for that process and respect it because that's when their voices will be heard. And that submission will form part of a proper correspondence back to council, not on the side, Rob. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll get a comment as well in response to that from Elliot Fanner, uh, chairperson of the Border Rugby Clubs Districts, as well as affiliates. We've got Umakaya Langa, uh, suffers a Buffalo City General Secretary, and we've also got Usamgelo Nguenya, Buffalo City Municipality Spokesperson, 0605842250. Give us your comments and questions. It's an important discussion. The sports bodies in the Buffalo City Metro are up in arms because Chipambeng is through his company want to turn that Buffalo City Stadium into a state of the art sports academy. Elliot Fana. I am the chairperson of the Rugby Union Club and affiliate. You believe though that what is going on right now is being fast tracked because there is corrupt dealings in this. That's my view and strongly so because proper procedures are not 
followed. This is corruption. Chipambengi is who is the chair of Chipa United. They want to treat that property as their property. This is municipality property. I want to put money there and invest in rugby. These guys of the rugby, especially that one who's talking there, they want to destroy the border rugby, by the way. They come with this political agenda. Hashtag NSW. Uh, Mr. Marawa, good evening. Uh, they are all of us here going up and down. You know what, Mr. Marawa? If there's this offer and it's allowed and uh, it's a straight offer, let the guys not even do bribery or even scandals. Because you know what? They must listen carefully. People are doing bribes, scandals, corruption are now going to jail. This is Moses Mukwena of Hamukwakwaila. Thank you, Mr. Marawa. I'm concerned because the state of Mississippi system with PCM has been a white elephant for some time, been vandalized in so many times, you know, there was nothing said. All of a sudden now, Chipambengis wants to invest his money. There's a big noise, hell of a big noise. Yeah, but I don't understand, you know, whether it's the procedure, but uh, I see the one I'm like, let's give him a chance. If he wants to upgrade, improve the condition of the stadium, why not? At the end of the day, he's going to bring a PSL team, you know, which means the East London or Eastern Cape or whatever tourism will get the, you know, let's give the guy a break. Let's give him some time, you know, let's, let's, let's give him, let's give him, let's give him the stadium, you know, and let's make sure that everything is done in a correct manner. I man, suffer must stand down. Man. Hey, let Chipa come there, man, in East London. Why these amateur players, they, they will have an opportunity to let someone man. Suffer must stop doing wanting money or some corruption. They must stand down. Uh, good evening, Marawa, and the Marawa sports listeners and followers. Uh, Marawa, these gentlemen, they need to come together, find a workable solution that will benefit everybody. You can be in a financial uh, problems, experiencing financial problems, and then trying to block a workable solution coming from the other side of cheaper, cheaper's company. So the gentlemen must just sit down, put their egos aside, and find a workable solution. It's Litsela from Zubukeng. Thank you, Marawa. Good evening, Bob Marawa. Hey, Bob Marawa. Everything with the uh, Chippa United is always a controversy, but let's hope uh, the issue will be resolved and then everything comes back to normal. Thank you. If they are not careful, they are going to expose themselves. I don't want to say they are guilty or not guilty, but if they keep on talking, they're going to expose themselves. Fefe from Ranfantin. Hey, Rob, let me understand this clearly. Mpengesi is bribing officials so that he can improve the condition of the stadium. And the two gentlemen are complaining about what actually, that they are going to be kicked out or that they are not going to benefit from the process. That's what I want to understand because I'm failing. Archie from Mamilodi, thank you. Tarop, I don't understand. The sports bodies are against 
a development of a sports facility into the state of art by another a, a company that has a sports a, a, a team and get to think of it the the suffer in that region is against the psl club that somehow directly or indirectly subscribed to suffer a, a, a mother body to develop a facility ah what a rob I don't know whether it's the procedure issue or what, but I, it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense. Why can't they develop a facility? When Bully said a rope, Nguanelelo on support centers, a rope. Makebani ke uchipompengis. I am a ground. Our sevenses. Our lungis. Our sevenses. Ukuze abantu anabazo pumem ka queen. Bange neguiz in the zobenza babengam Mabuye kukuliwa, mabanike umtu ozo wenza ingo msola bantu wanalibe ngono, mpu makoloni. Mabaye kufale la bantu wa matuba, andi azi kiste nkebu ngomono ngaka. Magibani kumpenge isimani, alendozi, anikeza bantu wanisonka, bagwazo bantu wanukupila na abu. Alright. There's a lot in terms of response. I can tell you that much. And and I hope that our guests uh, get the same feeling because we're trying to find clarity. And I know that sometimes with such procedural things and issues, it is bound to confuse you. At times, even my head starts spinning. But you have to listen attentively to everything that is being said to get a grasp of what uh, we're trying to achieve here. And I hope that after the news and with the gentleman that we have on, we reach a place, and that last caller, I mean, we're just closer. We're just closer. I'll translate it in terms of what he was saying. He was just basically saying, just allow Chipper the opportunity, get the kids off the streets. Why can't you allow them to just develop the facility, get the kids off the streets? So that they've got something to do. Put the bread on the table. That was the last message that was coming through. If you're following this, I'll get through some of the tweets as well on social media. It is a highly followed conversation, this. And you can understand why. But right now, though, let's get what's happening around the world, in the country, and elsewhere. Nandika Bukas is standing by. Hashtag MSW. In the middle of a very, very important conversation that we're having right now on Marawa Sports Worldwide. But firstly, a big thanks to Nandika Bjorkas for the news at the top of the hour and obviously tracking what's happening around the world. Well, what's happening back here in Zanzi is that we've got to Samgelongwenya, the Buffalo City Municipality spokesperson, Makaya Langa, who is the Safa Buffalo City General Secretary. We've also got U Elliot Fana, the chairperson of the Border Rugby Clubs Districts, as well as affiliates. A lot of your questions were coming through on our voice notes 060-584-2250 thank you so much uh, for your indulgence and your patience 
we are going to sail through this up until the bottom of the hour uh, because hopefully uh, we do get some finality in all that is being said right now. Um, now we got a couple of tweets and I want to sail through them because there's a hell of a lot. Uchablanis uh, Tolle says, well, I think that these guys from the Buffalo City, uh, they are being selfish. Why can't they allow Chipper to take over and develop the place? And surely young people of that area will benefit, and especially in these difficult times uh, where, that the world is facing. Ubongani Mabena says, this issue reminds me of the HMPG Stadium, but Zipa wanted to develop the facility. Then the so-called experts raised all sorts of objections and procedural issues. The stadium remains a grazing field today. Yet one of the biggest football teams on the continent comes from the township. Heartbreak. And... We also got the unemployed graduate who says, I believe that Chipper United uh, deserves the stadium. Uh, they're not going to play there, but to improve the facility. He says, please let Chipper have the stadium. We need to watch the beautiful game. Uh, Prince Sobayeni says, why does it seem like everyone is suddenly interested in this issue of the stadium? Because Chipper wants to do something good with it. No one is developing it, boss. Um, Mtobeli says that well, let Chippa as well as the municipality find an amicable solution without dirtying the process in the form of the brown envelope. Says let Chippa and Bengesi improve the stadium for the betterment of the youngsters from the townships. Coach Siamaluka says the, 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 the issues of stadiums are simple. But people are using their power to block such improvements. We have seen this at the Falsura Stadium. Uh, so I'm not surprised in what the Chipper United uh, and Chipper issue is going through as far as this deal is concerned. Alfie says, will Chipper still invest if it's, uh, say, his team gets relegated a season before the construction is complete? I mean, all of those things in place. Simpiwe Tobela says, this forms part of disposal which is regulated by the MFMA, is offered by Chipper conforming to the SCM policy of the municipality and the MFMA. When an offer is unsolicited, it is also regulated. My goodness. It's all happening here. Let me get back to our panelists. There's still lots of voice notes that are coming through. Samgelo, let me start off with you. There was a consistency of view from Elliot Finder before we took the news and we took some of the voice notes. Can I pick up with your response to what he said? And then I'll throw a couple of the questions that were brought forward by our listeners as well. Samgelo, you have the first shot. Well, Rob, I think it's very important that we acknowledge what we really want as an inspiracy out of this. We've had not had an end-cut tenant in that stadium ever since Border Rapid vacated it in April last year. And our role as a municipality is not to run facilities when you have sporting bodies and sporting institutions um, around the city. And we have what we think as a municipality is a very good offer. Council has seen the offer, but Council has made it very clear that the offer cannot go through without all the major stakeholders uh, being consulted. And the gentlemen that I have with me on the line are part of those major stakeholders. Um, the fact that I think um, the, the Chipo company wanted to lobby them uh, was another issue. But I think it's very important that 
we acknowledge the fact that we have the stadium has not been actively being used, and we've got an offer on the table that seeks to um, sort that out. So what it becomes very important for us, I think, Rob, is we should then find a way of saying, how do we make sure that the offer that is on the table is actually beneficial to that? And that's the role of council and all those stakeholders. But instead, what we are faced with right now are a few speculations. And, and, and to, to, to an extent, that drop, it, it, it defeats the whole purpose. Because the issue, there's a gentleman on Twitter that spoke about the Municipal Financial Management Act. And that's very clear. But government, there's nothing we are going to do that outside those processes. And those processes are very clear. Everyone will be consulted. And even after they consulted, they will even have an opportunity to object. And ultimately, it will be our council that makes the decision. And that council is made of over 100 councillors. So that process really, Rob, is very, very clear in terms of black and white. How closer do you think we are to the finish line, though? If you had to be very, very honest, given what you're hearing today, as you said, that you, you've got the stakeholders who are very important as far as the final decision being taken, and they don't seem to be agreeing. So what does that mean to you as municipality, and how close do you think we are to the final and the finish line? Well, Rob, you must take into account that the Act talks about days of advertising, even when there is a deal in place. And if you look into now where we are in terms of the year itself, so we should actually probably finalize this process very much early next year, but it's a process that has to go through a number of issues. So I, I can't speculate in terms of the time frame, but I can tell you that even when the report goes back to council with um, members, it has to still be advertised for 30 days. So if you take that into account, you will then add your math and you realize it's a deal that probably will be rounded up probably early next year. It's an important point, again, that was raised by Alfie on Twitter to say that what if in the event that Chipper gets relegated, um, is the offer cognizant of the fact that it's a premiership team at the moment or is it um, irrespective of whether or not it's in the premiership or the Glad Africa Championship. They just want to take the structure and put an academy that is multifaceted. What is your understanding of it? Well, Rob, I think sometimes we get to be crossed and confused at two processes. Remember, we've got an, a, a deal with Chipa United Football Club to play about seven of their premiership games in our stadium, Jail Buffalo City. Mm. And that, that, that deal talks to the issues of what happens when that club gets relegated. What we are talking about is a different stadium that is being beat by the company who wants to do a training academy. And, and, and from, where, from where we're sitting in terms of our understanding of that deal, that, that whole deal talks to the issue of development. Hence, when I was reading the council resolution, I spoke about issues of football development because that whole area about issues, if you talk training academy, we're talking grassroots, we're talking about all these issues of football. So the relegation of the club itself should not impact um, the plan that we have in terms of developing the stadium. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll get Makaya to respond, but Elliot Fund, I think, is an immediate person uh, who would want to respond to what you've just said now, Samgelo. Uh, Mr. Fanda, thank you again for your patience. You, you've heard what the listeners have to say. You've heard, again, the response from Samgelo. Where do you sit now with what he has said and all the information that he has shared with us? Uh, Rob, I stand by what I've been saying, uh, because first and foremost, it is extremely important that we deal uh, with facts here. 
We mm. do not deviate from the fact. The issue of the rope and the listeners as well is not an issue of stakeholders and cheaper, as Sam is making it out to be. That's not the issue, Rob. That's not the issue. The issue is the unflawed uh, processes by BCM. They did not follow their own processes as the government. Hence, we are where we are. He is asking a question here. He is saying, where are we coming with the November issue? Remember, the November issue is mentioned by my colleague as well from uh, SAFA, and I've mentioned it um, as well. Why? Because Chipa is uh, on air. He's publicly out there saying this matter will be concluded by November. That's what informed this whole situation. Then we come back again to the facts. Uh, Rob, the rugby uh, federation has been uh, approaching the PCM stadium, and we do not have one correspondence but quite a number of correspondents from our interim administrator, Mr. David Hazard, from um, SA Rugby, and also the late uh, Monte Tabata, may his soul uh, rest in peace, where they tried in vain to secure the stadium. In actual fact, let me whisper uh, to you guys out, uh, out there that the reason we're sitting with financial problems that we're sitting with, the issue of the stadium played a huge role. I read in the media that Chippa will be paying 3,000 rands for both stadiums, uh, PCM and also uh, Jan Smart. Now, you asked me a question. How much were we paying as rugby? Yeah. We were paying 90,000 up to 100,000. That is on record as well. That information is with uh, Basil Haddad. Now, you compare the two, Europe. Surely you will see that something smells the rat here. So all I'm saying, uh, Rob, people must discuss this with honesty. This is a real issue that is actually affecting the lives of um, men and women out there. It is not an issue of a cheaper and the rugby guys that are having an issue with him. No, not an all, a, at all. It is an issue of processes that needs to be followed. The municipality needs to do what is called public participation. And I'm extremely happy that my colleague, uh, Sam, is outlining that process. He's outlining a process that they are not actually adhering to, them themselves, as the government, because the municipality is the government. So all I'm saying uh, here, uh, Rob, mm. is that we are not against a cheaper. We'll never be against cheaper on any given day. We are against the flawed processes, uh, Rob. Mm. That's where we are, Rob. I, I don't know if you know as well, and, and, and this I'll, I'll throw to, to, to both yourself, um, Mr. Feiner, as well as Mr. Lange, who's also about to come on and chat to us. Um, I know that Usandiso, Piliso, the general that we spoke to last week as well, and who's been on top of the story, uh, he's just tweeted and reminded all of us, um, saying that from our last conversation last week, there's been developments. Chipco Property Developers has donated millions of rands for a housing development in BCM uh, to build 1,500 low-cost houses. I don't know if that changes anything. I don't know if it adds anything. But he is putting that out there as part of this conversation. Do you want to pick up on uh, this one? 
Uh, Rob, it, it, it doesn't change uh, anything. In actual fact, uh, Chipa called me uh, yesterday. And myself and Chipa, we spoke over the phone. And what I'm explaining to you is exactly what I explained to him, that this is not an anti-Chipa uh, campaign. It right. is a question of processes. There are rules and regulations. There's a constitution in this country. It must be followed. It applies to everyone, irrespective of you have donated something to wear and all of that. We appreciate that. We are human beings. All I am saying, the municipality must do its part and it must consult us. And by the way, Rob, uh, this whole process, when I saw the document, because I've seen now the documents, uh, uh, Rob, right. they, it actually dates back from uh, last year. Now, Rob, as, as, as a citizen of this country, I'm actually asking myself, what kind uh, of authority do I have speaking to you right now that we were going to be consulted if this matter started last year? And today, Rob, speaking to you, we have not been consulted. In actual fact, we are still busy fighting for a platform to be consulted. So what authority do we have that uh, our government was going to come and say, all right, guys, this is what is happening? Because I believe we've got the same rights as the public entity that is uh, currently being entertained. All I am saying is they've got the right, but we must be given the same treatment. That's where the issue is. Right. Mr. Lang, let me, let me get to you before I get to a whole pile of voice notes that we do have, and hopefully we find finality in the seven minutes that we do have left. Uh, yeah. I know yes. that sometimes you do or don't hear us, but um, having heard all of these arguments and what the public has said uh, on the platform, and we are trying to find and get to a solution right now, regardless of the opinions, regardless of whatever is happening, the consultation thing seems to be a major part which uh, Mr. Fana is sticking to and is holding everybody accountable for. What is your take right now and what should be the next step? All right. I, I recall you saying, Rob, people must not be sentimental about this. They must be level-headed and actually take the facts. Now, this is why I've been mentioning dates and times, Rob. Because all that we've done is to apply to the municipality for a lease agreement. And immediately after that, we get a letter from you. Now, we respond to the letter to say we're going to attend the meeting. And the meeting doesn't take place. And after the meeting doesn't take place, we get a letter again from Chita that says we are now going to be consulted by the municipality. And we're simply waiting for that. But in the meantime, we go back to the municipality to say, municipality has written a letter, so we are actually looking for a response. We have never, ever uttered any statement condemning Chipa in any platform. We've been interviewed by the Daily Dispatch, We've been interviewed by Uncle O.N.N. And today, who are part of your program, we have never, never condemned Chiba in any given instance. So I'm simply saying to people, if they have other issues or other ideas about HMPG and other, and, and, and other facilities elsewhere, let's deal with the facts on the ground. All that we said is that we are not going to wait for the municipality to do its consultation and actually engage the, the stakeholders. That's what we're waiting for. 
And we, we know about procedures. For instance, in my, I, I, I am also a, a message agent. I know what municipality does when one is applying for a property. Let's say a piece of land. Right. All that you do, you make your intentions clear. And from there, the municipality takes its own process. And then it asks for the general public to show interest. And it's published also in, in the newspapers. And if it has to go to tender, it goes to tender. Now, why is that not happening right now? Because we've also shown interest. So all that we're saying is that let the law take its course, or the Buffalo City Municipality must actually use what Sam has been mentioning in terms of the the acts, the municipal acts that are there in place. But basically, what we need is consultation. Yeah, but and tell also, me, tell me though, very quickly, uh, Mr. Janga, because I- I'm getting so much feedback here and 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 and, and i'm hearing what tumli if you're on twitter is saying now mm-hmm. when it comes to issues of accountability how do you respond to this because what Mulifi is saying is that safa must not talk that area is dead because safa is dead in that area chipper want to do something in that place that will make sure that black kids will go and play soccer so yeah. he's almost well, saying that yeah maybe respond to that well well Rob, I don't understand what that means, but all I know is that we are operating in the Buffalo City area, and we're still having programs that we're doing even now during the time of the lockdown. So I, I don't understand when somebody says it is dead. Maybe that person would have to, to actually elaborate so that we understand what that means. Okay, let's get a couple of voice notes through because, yeah, we've got all of three minutes left and I want to say, uh, you know, thanks to all of you formally and once you've heard what the public has said, they've been following every single word of what you've had to say. As I said before, it's an important discussion. Let's not lose track. Uh, good evening, Prado. I just, want, I just have one question for your uh, municipal representative. Is this a public-private partnership or did the municipality send a request for proposals? Uh, because all of these things have different processes, but in the end, public participation will always be there as the process. So I don't want this guy to hide uh, with the public participation process as if it's going to help everyone who is involved. because the terms and conditions that will be in the lease agreement will always be different. And when those guys got the property, they will do whatever they please with it. And what they, they are promising to the public or on the radio now will not be on the books. And these guys will not get a chance to see what is in the lease agreement when it is approved by the council. Hi, Darop Tabati Manyani here in Pretoria. Um, you know what, that municipality is uh, corrupt, but uh, I don't know if they haven't seen the Golf 7, the popular Golf 7 of the Hawks, eh? The Hawks are, are very busy, so, so they must be very careful with whatever they're doing, because, hey, kushushu, kuraf. Thank you very much. Uh, good evening, Rob. I don't think we are going to find procedure. I think the, the other issue at the moment is more of 
more knife I'm going to put it in a more context because that's exactly what they're doing because they cannot actually even explain to you why they cannot give support hence I'm saying it's this mere effect of Banomona Katan yeah Banomona Katan I've got 90 seconds let me subdivide all of that um, Elliot Fanner your quick 20 seconds in closing and also just give us guidance in terms of the next step uh, thank you rob uh, rob we we are not jealous of um, anyone in actual fact we are open uh, for talks and all we are saying is that uh, proper uh, procedures uh, should be uh, followed uh, in this uh, regard having said uh, that uh, rob i just want to highlight to all our listeners tonight that uh, yes the land where the stadium is built belong to the municipality. But it is of paramount importance that all our listeners do understand that the property that is there, the actual buildings, they belong to uh, rugby. So it then changes the whole context of our uh, debate as well. Because if uh, one is interested in uh, developing a property, you must actually go and uh, buy land. Luckily enough, he's even donating land. So he can buy land and build his whole, uh, whole uh, stadium, not take the rugby uh, stadium. So that's where uh, I am, Rob. Having okay. said that, we are really not jealous. We are open for talk, but proper procedures must just be followed. Simple as that, okay. as far as rugby facility is concerned. All right. I think we've thrashed it out. Uh, don't take it as me favoring any side, Samgelongwenya or Makayajanga. If you look at your watches, it's exactly half past seven, and we've got to move on. But I want to thank you for the indulgence. We put aside the entire show purposefully for the education of all of us as a country with regards to this. We've got to follow this very closely. I'm not saying this is the last time we chat, but Samgelo, Makaya, Elliot, thank you very, very much, gentlemen. You represent Buffalo City. You represent Safa Buffalo City. You represent, as the chairperson of Border Rugby Clubs, Districts and Affiliates, all of you in your respective positions. You've given your true account. The public will play judge. I want to thank each and every one of you for participation tonight. Thank you, Rob. Highly appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much, gentlemen. All right. Well, thank you as well. You know, thanks to everybody that's been listening and contributing. Ah, but we'll get down. We'll knuckle down to more of this. And I know that there's so many other interested stakeholders that have been listening. And I know that, you know, the chairman of the club as well has also been listening. And he'll share from where he sits his opinion about where they are right now but thank you thank you for the voice notes thank you for the tweets thank you for the existence of Amakesha that we say good evening <laughs> and welcome on a Tuesday to your respective shows Amakesha the way this Kesha from the Eastern Cape is laughing he's got news eh?